It's great to be here with you today, and as we look around the church and look out into the camera, out to you in digital land, wherever you may be today, I am in the midst of what we're calling, I think, pandemic fatigue. And so my goal here today is to remind all of you and to be reminded myself that just as we heard in our reading from Isaiah this morning, those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. This comes from the 40th chapter of Isaiah, and it's one of my favorite chapters in all of the Bible. You all know this chapter because it begins with some pretty famous words. Comfort, oh comfort my people, says the Lord. And we know these words not only from scripture, but of course, through music. As part of our Episcopal seasons, you no doubt during the Advent season have sung hymn 67. Comfort, comfort ye my people, speak ye peace, thus saith our God. Comfort those who sit in darkness, mourning neath their sorrows load. Speak ye to Jerusalem of the peace that waits for them. Tell her that her sins I cover, and her warfare now is over. Even George Friedrich Handel used these words in the beginning of his Messiah Oriotory. How could you not love this hymn? How could you not love this chapter of Isaiah, this entire section of scripture that we call Second Isaiah? Isaiah chapters 40 through 55 address tired and weary Judeans who've been living in exile for several generations, and they now have the opportunity to return home from Babylon. But the thing is, their home doesn't exist anymore. In Jerusalem, the the temple's been demolished. Their homes are in ruins. They're depressed. They're apathetic and hopeless. They struggle to imagine a future in their old home. So we hear them question Isaiah, why should we go back? How do we know God is still with us after this time in exile? Can we ever live freely again? Facing our reality, how can we live in hope? Second Isaiah speaks directly to these exiled people. The prophet urges them to hope in God's promises, and he offers encouragement for them to go home. He describes the peace that's awaiting them once they arrive there. We hear Isaiah saying the words that we likely remember from John the baptizer. In the wilderness, prepare a way for the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Isaiah is calling for a desert highway to be built for their return. But the people, even the young people, doubt that they'll have the strength to make the journey. Today's reading expresses that worry by saying, even youths will faint, be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. They are in a dark place. And what starts out as a gentle pastoral response, comfort, oh comfort, my people, turns into pleading, insistent questions. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Isaiah implores the Israelites to look back into history 
with God as their chosen people to think about what initially drew them into their relationship with God and knowing just how impossible it can be to think creatively in the midst of depression, Isaiah paints for them a picture of their all-loving, all-powerful, sovereign God. He describes God's creative power that will make this prophetic vision a reality. Isaiah describes a God who sits above the circle of the earth. There's no deity in Babylon that could possibly be God's equal. Political and military authorities might seem powerful, and yet God is sovereign over them as well. The Babylonians who've exerted power over the captive Israelites are no match for God. We hear that they are like plants that a strong wind could blow over. God stands alone. There is no match on heaven or on earth. And yet as powerful as God is, God is equally loving. God will provide the energy that's needed to bring the people home. God offers strength to every person whose despair has left them exhausted, allowing them to run, not be weary, to walk and not faint. The exiles might be tired, powerless, and faint, but our God is not. Consider this past year. Can you imagine a future in which you are not weary? In which we can be in crowded places like churches or restaurants or airplanes and not feel anxious or scared? I didn't realize how deeply I craved these words from Isaiah chapter 40 until this week. I felt as as I sank into these words. I'm so tired, even though I'm probably sleeping enough. I am very weary, even though I think I am praying enough. And there are days when I've been crippled by anxiety, even though I am confident in God's love and faithfulness. I feel mentally and emotionally weary. How long, O oh Lord, will this continue? How long must we wait to share God's peace with one another through handshakes and hugs? How long before businesses reopen and thrive once again? How long, O oh Lord? I find signs of hope and grace all of the time, and yet there are these days in which I'm reminded how little control over the future I actually have. I feel displaced from my friends, from my extended family, and from the church family, almost like an exile living in a faraway land. I wonder, are you feeling the same exhaustion? I invite you to hear the words of God spoken through the prophet Isaiah. They who wait for the Lord shall have their strength renewed. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Well, we're getting pretty good at waiting. <laughs> Some of us are waiting to see family members until it's much safer. Some of us are waiting to eat inside of restaurants or to shop inside of stores We've all been waiting to come back to our church buildings for 11 months now, and it appears that there is more waiting to endure. And today we're called to continue waiting, that is, to continue waiting 
on the Lord. This waiting is an act of faith. It's to hope and to expect that God will do for the exiles what God did in creation. God will give life where there is no life at all. Isaiah tells us, God is great in strength, mighty in power. My brothers and sisters, God's strength and power is poured out to us in love, always in love. God fulfills this promise to the Hebrew exiles. He strengthened them to walk along the wilderness highway back home. And then God strengthened them again for the rebuilding of the nation. And just now, as we wait upon God, I have hope that God is taking our weariness away and offering to us divine strength. And where will we go with this divine strength that we receive? We want to return to normalcy. We want to go back home. But just as Isaiah encourages the displaced Israelites to go back to Jerusalem, in reality, he's actually encouraging them to follow God to someplace new. In chapter 43, God tells them, do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I am about to do something new. The exiles might go home, but everything's going to be different. They won't be going back. They'll be moving forward into God's new thing, God's new creation. And we as the church, we're not going back to how things were. We can't. Too much has changed since our church left the building back in March of last year. The pandemic, the economic crisis, the change in national politics. We as the church can't go back to anything. Like the exiled Israelites, we can only go forward into God's new creation. Now, I'm not entirely sure what this is going to look like, but the chapters of 2nd Isaiah call us to reflect upon God's creative power, to trust that God intrinsically knows us and our deepest needs, that God can provide a highway in the most desolate of deserts the strength to walk it, and even to run along it. When we return to our building, we're not going to go back to the way things were. We will be equipped with God's strength to embody God's truth and love to the world all around us. And I think this means publicly striving for justice and peace. I think this means publicly respecting the dignity of every person. I think this means challenging all the forces of evil and oppression in our world and contributing to the shape of our new future. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for your faithfulness to us in the midst of this time of waiting. Help us to wait upon you. Take away our weariness. Fill us with your divine strength so that we can be co-creators with you of your kingdom on earth, even as it is in heaven. In Christ's name, amen.